Hello, and welcome to Cousin Chat with Donna and Brad, two proud educators and HBCU grads. Here, (laughs) we talk about what matters. And so for this first episode of the new year, we are talking about walking in your purpose. And so for this episode, we have invited our cousin who knows a lot about walking in purpose and answering the call on your life. So, Dayborn, say hello to the people. Hello, people. How's everybody doing? <laughs> Donna, pray- that was a great introduction there. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, I thank you. So, uh, let's just jump right in. So, you know, when it comes to recognizing, uh, say, your calling or the call on your life, you know, it takes some people longer than others to listen to it or to actually recognize that there is a calling and to start walking in it. So we're going to talk a little, about, a little bit about that and how to help people recognize that call or know that it is a calling in the first place. So like for me, I avoided teaching for a long time. That is not something that in my mind I wanted to do, but it ended up being something that I needed to do. Like I had to do it. If I wasn't doing it, I really don't know what else I would be doing. I would I would definitely be working with uh, young people in some capacity, but not working with young people was not an option. Right. Right. For as long as I tried to <laughs> avoid it, I mean, working in a hospital, working at the New York Times, like working all these different places, but nothing was going to keep me from young people. I mean, so... I answered, you know, I I finally said, okay, God, I get it. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. So I went back, you know, to school to perfect my craft, like the gift that was already in me. And so I'm walking in it. But, you know, for some people, it's not always as simple. I I had that faith connection. So I finally realized when it was time to listen, you know, but for some people, they don't have that. So it's interesting. Yeah, go ahead, Brad. I'm sorry. I, I was going to say that is right there. That is the the most important piece. When 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 finally opening up to one's calling, it is that faith connection, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, in order, you have to you have to have faith in order to to sort of have that um, to be open to these gifts that you're going to receive. Right. Um, and I think that if, if there's a disconnect, if there's a sort of a spiritual disconnect, you can you can go. Some people do go all their lives without really realizing what their purpose was, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and they feel like something is missing. Oh, they're always but like they can't. Missing, but because they've never taken the time to really connect with themselves, with their spirit. Right. And, and what does that mean? Um but I think that it is important. And when you have that, when you have that connection, then you are more open to the blessings, to to the purpose that that is that you were uh, born to to sort of fulfill, right? Yeah, Damon, what are, what are your thoughts? Well, in in reference to, I would say, running from the calling or not accepting the calling. First of all, you have to know that there's something there for you to run from. You're not just going to start running from something. And I think one of the biggest issues that we have is that other people around us, our friends, family, colleagues, they recognize what our calling is before we do. 
they see the little nuances. They see the things that they see that you're the one who pushes in the chairs and wipes off the table after the board meetings. Or they see that you're the one who does the little things that everybody else overlooks because that's what God instilled in you. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing about your calling, your calling is that thing that allows you to influence the world. So right. if you weren't teaching, if you weren't influencing these young people, Brad, um, it's the same for you. If you weren't influencing these people, what would you be doing? What How would, would you, you influence the world? Right. What would you do to leave a mark? So once you figure out what that thing is that everybody else sees, that mm-hmm. you really don't see, and say, yeah. this is what I can do to leave uh, some sort of legacy. This is how I can influence the world. Then you begin to get a grasp of what your calling really is. But there's right. something that's really, really, it's intricate because you have a calling, you have an assignment, and you have a purpose. Three separate different wow. things. Okay. okay. And then once you see how to okay. line those things up, that's when you can really begin to walk in the vocation that God has called for you. Okay, so Dayborn, let's break that down. Let's break down those three. Yeah. Calling, okay. assignment, and purpose. So what is what are the differences between them? Well, let's do it alphabetically. So you have your assignment. Your assignment can be miniature callings. Uh, okay. Your assignment can be that, that, that single mother that you've seen struggling on the bus with two or three kids. And, you know, what can you do to help benefit her? That can be a mini assignment. That's something that God has placed on your life for you to do just for that moment. Then you have your calling. Your calling is the thing that you'll do long term. Okay. That's the thing that you have to do that's going to add value to your life not only your life, but value to lives of others, the thing that influences the world. And then you have your purpose. We all have a common purpose. That's to glorify God. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's to give God honor through our calling because we worship and praise God through our calling, which helps us to live out our purpose. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So much sense. Right. Because, yeah, because one question before before, um, you... You answered it. Uh, what or before you were talking about the three parts to that? My question was going to be: Can you have more than one purpose or calling? Right? Um, because you can be you can be a dynamic individual that is charismatic and and you know um, personality wise, you you can really influence people that way, right? But you might not necessarily have a skill, right? Mm-hmm. But can that be part of because that's part of who you are so the question is how can you use that for good let's say right like how can you use that to better the world right Right. um and and all the while also making your making your spirit making your soul happy right right right. and and then like you said there's multiple callings and multiple assignments we can just go back to genesis 1 and 26 uh god created a man and he said that um, I'm going to give you dominion over the fish and over the cattle and over this and that. Mm-hmm. But he gave that assignment before there was actual life. Let me give you what I'm saying. He created man in his image in Genesis 1 and 26, but he didn't breathe life into man until Genesis 2 and 7. So that lets us know that before we were born, before we were even formed in our mother's womb, there was an assignment and a calling on our life. 
So Adam and Eve, they both had multiple assignments. They were to subdue the earth. They were to replenish the earth. They were to have dominion, just like us now. Not only can you be a teacher to your students, but you can also be a teacher to the nations. Right. This this platform right here is a teaching tool mm-hmm. to the nations. Yeah. So yes, we can definitely have multiple callings. How did you know? When did you finally decide to answer your call? <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. Um, well, I got to a point in my life where there was nothing left for me to mess up. He'll <laughs> <laughs> do that. <laughs> there was nothing left for me to mess up. Um, I will say that um, I got around a group of people who showed genuine love. Not everybody showed genuine love, but I did find genuine love. Uh, um, it was shortly after I got married. And I saw that there was something that I needed to do. Now, let's keep in mind, I always had this thought in the back of my mind that, man, I'm supposed to be a preacher or, man, I'm supposed to be doing this. I'm supposed to be doing that. And that culminated for me. Well, it began for me. Um, I was living in New York. Mm-hmm. And um, in New York, I don't, I'm pretty sure you remember, uh, those wooden steps, they have metal strips on them. Mm-hmm. And I was running down the steps and one of those strips was popped up a little bit and I tripped. And I was literally inches away from just smashing my face into the steps. And at that point, my life flashed. It was vivid. It was in 4K or 4HD, whatever you call it. (laughs) It was vivid. I saw all the colors. I saw everything. And at that moment, I was at peace. And it went through my mind, wow, I'm about to die. Hmm. I think, I don't know how old I was. I I wasn't even 10, I don't think. Um, And I was like, wow, I'm about to die. And I was at peace. And as soon as I was at peace with it, it was just like a wind that just blew under me. It was just like, just like that. Real soft, there was nothing major, nothing crazy. Just that one little quick, that breath. And I was straight up on the steps again. Straight up on the steps again. And I ran back to my mom. I was like, "Mom, this happened. That happened." And she prayed for me. She said, "That was." God, I know she. Pr- I know. <laughs> and she. I know she off. went straight into prayer. <laughs> she went off. So I always knew that there was something there. There was a. There was a. A reason why I was still here. Um, but not until, like I said, I messed up a whole lot of different things, and I said, "You know what? It's time to get right." And I thank God for my oldest daughter, Alicia, because. Uh, you know how they say when you have a child, that's when you start to really see the world for what it is and realize what you have to do. So I thank God for her. Um, she was also a, a main reason why I said, okay, I got to get this together. So, yeah, I um, I had a question in my mind before we started talking, but you kind of answered it. So I'll just take it like one step further. Um, like my question was going to be, how can you tell the difference between a calling and something you just are good at like something you just like to do you know because some people may be good at say teaching maybe but that's mm-hmm. just because they can do it it's not necessarily like this is the calling on my life you know what i'm saying right. i may be good at singing but that may not be the calling on my life so right. you know for people who are trying to figure that out how can they tell the difference between okay well i'm good at this thing but is that my calling you know that that questioning thing like mm-hmm. but then i was thinking you know or or maybe that there may are people who are not so good at something but they feel like this is what they're called to do and mm-hmm. then i was reminded of something that my i heard my pastor say and he was like i don't want to get it wrong but it was like god 
doesn't always call the qualified, mm-hmm. but he qualifies the call. The call, right, right. So you don't right. necessarily, you know, just because you don't feel qualified at the moment, does it mean that you can't, that you're not called to do this thing? You can still be part of the choir. You might not be the lead, right? But you can still be part of the choir. Or right. whatever it is, like right? you know what I mean, Dave. But you, you, you know. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah. I, I, I see your point. It's like you might not necessarily just like a choir. You have those members in the choir who might not always be the best singer, but they love to sing, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're still part of the choir, but they're not going to necessarily be the one that's going to give the solo. Oh, like, or if I say like that person that they were mentioned before that didn't like say that the single mother who was struggling or whatever, I may feel like I really want to help this person or I want to help people, but I don't have the means. Like, I don't like, is that really my calling? If I can't really do it, you know what I mean? Right. Like my, my, I want to, as much as I want to, I can't. So does that mean that that's not my calling? Or does that mean that I just need to have no, a little bit more then, faith? You know what I'm saying? For yes those people and who no are thinking like that. Or. Okay. Yeah. See, what it is, what God's grace is us for our calling. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you two are educators. I may love to uh, teach, but I may not have the patience to teach. So what we have <laughs> to recognize is what we are graced to do. And in a situation, like you said, uh, the single mother, if you're not able to help them, but there are more than one way to help. To help. It doesn't have to be monetary. All it could be is a shoulder to cry on. It could just be a listening ear. It can just be that person to come along and say, I see what you're going through and I'm praying for you. So it doesn't have to always be physical action. You can actually pray for that person without them even knowing secret prayer. But that's what you are graced to do. God has to grace you for your calling. You can't just jump out and be a singer and you sound terrible. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not going to work. Yeah, but I think that's good for people to hear that there's more than one way to possibly get to the end, like the end result. Like you want to help one way, but that may not be the way that you can help. You know, it, and so I'm, I, I think that that's good for people to hear, especially, you know, with this new year, we've been through um, a lot in 2020, you know, it hasn't been the easiest year for many people, but going forward, I just really want people to start thinking about, okay, not just this new year, but this new life, like this, what, what, what is my calling? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I walking in my purpose? Have I just not been listening? Have I been hearing and ignoring you know but just maybe to kind of take a second look at you know what maybe it's time to start listening you know Mm -hmm. so that that's really my hope for the people um brad you have anything else to add before we get into the takeaway i think we said it i think we said it um again it's making sure that you always keep that connection that spiritual connection open to then be ready for your calling, uh, for the signs for your calling, ready for the blessings, all of those things. You have to have that that um, spiritual connection. Open. Yeah, and I think for those who don't have it, you know, try it. Try something new. You know, if things have not been working for you thus far, 
Try something new. It, it can't hurt, you know? And that's a great point right there. And you know? I would like to add as well, um, and, and what people struggle with sometimes, you have to realize that God and, and, and what he does through us is a mystery. But us as earthly beings, we live in certainty. So we have to be sure that whatever we're walking into is the right thing. And we have to be sure <laughs> and we yeah. have to know and, for certain because we deal in intellect, but it's instinct that reveals your calling. Right, right. And that's where so faith comes you, in. That's where faith right. comes in. Right. And just think about it. If you knew that everything you did would be successful, how many things would you not do? You would do everything. Okay. But, you know, but because that level of uncertainty is there, that's what kind of keeps us from actually uh, diving into or, or pursuing that calling. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, we usually have like a, a certain type of takeaway before today. I want to end things a little bit different. I want dayborn if you would to just take us out with a prayer a prayer for this new year a prayer you know for all of those who are listening to just get in the mindset of okay you know what this is a new year we're going to do some new things we might try some new things but yeah that's going to be our takeaway for today so i'll just say this ahead of time that's dayborn i'm donna and i'm brad and you're listening to Cousin Chat, but we're going to go out with a prayer today. Amen. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you today. Lord, we have entered into your gates with thanksgiving, and we have come into your courts with praise. Father, we don't come with our hands out in a posture of begging, but we come with our hands up in a posture of power. For we know that today and this day is a day that you have made, and we have made a choice to rejoice and to be glad in it. Father, we acknowledge that you are the King of Kings and that you are the Lord of Lords. So we ask you, God, that you will pour out your spirit on your people on today. Father, we know that excellence is your nature. So we pray that the works of our hands be excellent in your sight as we lift you up. For your word says, if I be lifted up from the earth, that you will draw all men unto you. So we come to you today, God, and we lift you up over all of our issues. We lift you up over all of our circumstances. For God, that we know that no devil in hell is more powerful than the anointing of God. So we stand on your word today, God, that we can speak those things that are not as though they were. So Father, right now we speak to our storms, God. We speak to our issues. We speak to our trials. We speak to our tribulations and we tell them to line up. Line up with the promises that you have over my life. Line up with the calling and the plan that you have over our life. Line up with the word of God. Line up with Genesis 1 and 26 where you made us in your image and gave us dominion over the fish and the birds and the cattle and all, all things that creep upon the earth, God. For we know that your word never falls or fails. So God, we stand boldly on the day, God, and say we still want it. Every good thing that you promised us, God, we still want it. God, everything that you predestined over our life, we still want it. Your power, we still want it. Your glory, God, we still want it. Your anointing, God, we still want it. Mm -hmm. And Father, we ask you, God, that you would send your Ruach to us today, God. Send that breath of life that can speak to any dead situation. Father, we ask that you would breathe on us now so we can walk how you call us to 
walk. Father, breathe on us now so we can live how you have called us to live, God. Lord, breathe on us, God, the same breath that fell, the same spirit that fell on the day of Pentecost. Father, we ask that you will cover us in your blood, God, from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet. Saturate us in your blood, God, so every step that we take, God, we leave behind your residue. Saturate us in your blood, God, so for every step that we take, we leave behind your glorious DNA. Father, we ask you, God, that you will saturate us in your blood, so when men come asking, what must I do to be saved? All we have to say is follow the drip, follow the drip. Lord, we thank you. And as we transition out of 2020 into 2021, Father, we pray for our nation as a whole. God, we pray for our elected officials, God, in the name of Jesus. And we ask that thy kingdom come and that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. For God, we know that there are no earthly issues in heaven. We know that there's no pain, problem, pandemic, or persecution. Only praise, power, performance, and perfection. So God, we ask you, God, that you will let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And as we stand in the gap for our nation, as we stand in the gap for our families, God, we denounce the works of the enemy and we declare victory and breakthrough, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. God, I speak perfection, the perfection of heaven over this nation. God, I speak the balance of the kingdom over this unbalanced world. God, reveal yourself unto your people. Let people know that you are real, God. You're the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. God, your word never fails. Your word never returns back to your void, God. Everything you focus shall come to pass. Everything you thought it shall come to pass. Everything we touch, God, will be manifested by the power of the Holy Ghost. Father, we bless your name today and we give you glory and we speak against the principalities of this world. We cancel the assignment of the enemy. We cancel the assignment of the enemy. No COVID, no pandemic. God is greater than you. So we bless you on today. And we speak 2021 to be the greatest year of our lives as we move forward in your glory and as we move forward in your power. Bless the ears of these people, God. Let their ears be keen, God, so they can hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying unto the church. That we may walk and move and be what you have called us to be. That our calling will be manifested, our purpose will be perfect, and our assignment will be accurate. And it's in your name, Jesus, we pray. And we say glory unto your name. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 amen.